is a very popular topic that's making its way around nowadays because of unfortunately the terrible story that happened in uh, in Washington with um, with uh, the lack of of security at a mikvah and uh, what bad people what people can do the awful things that people can do to breach someone's privacy um, at a mikvah so people started a broader discussion about what happens when a gioras is tovelas when, she, when a gioras goes to the mikvah now it's very important to point out that what happened in Washington has nothing to do with what happens when a gioras is tovelas what this fellow did was not when a gioras was tovelas what he did was, was something else entirely it was something much much Different, so really, it's it's an irrelevant it's it's irrelevant to the current events, but it always brings up this conversation. How do you have, or do you need to have, a based in watching when he goes to Velas? And I just saw someone sent me an article in the Jerusalem Post that an MK in Israel, a Chaver Knesset in Israel, uh, said I researched the topic in Halacha and I came to the conclusion that we need to give the option that a basin shouldn't be there. That, uh, so the MK apparently thinks he's the chief rabbi or it's bad reporting, I don't know, whatever it is. So let's discuss this issue. When a gioris is tovelis, is it important that there be a based in there? There are three gemaras in Masechus Yivamas, one daf after the, after the next. Daf memhem beis, memvavam beis, memzayinam beis. That essentially when we can make sense of all three of those gemaras, we can come to some sort of conclusion as to how this works. On daf memhem beis, the gemara tells us that the Evet of Rabbi Bar Ami was matbil in Ovedas Kochavim in order to marry her, in order for Lashem Nidos, in order to sleep with her. And uh, the Rav Yosef says, He says, I can say that not only is this Ovedas Kochavim kosher, is she going to be Yisraelis? Her daughter is also going to be kosher. How can I say that she's kosher? She didn't go to the Mikvah Lashem Geirus. So he says, No, she didn't go to the Mikvah Lashem Geirus, but after all, Milo Tavlo Lenidusa, as long as she was ever Tovel for Nidus, so that's good enough. That could count Lashem Geras as well. In the stomach, she was Makabal Mitzvah. She's acting like a Jew. So the fact that she went to the mikvah for Nidus, that will count Lashem Geras as well. The clear implication of that Gemara is that if you could say about someone that as long as they went to the mikvah for Nidus, that that would count Lashem Geras, when a person goes to the mikvah Lashem Nidus, there's certainly no based in there. Adarabah, the Allah and Shulchan Aruch, you have to be master lel tvilasa. A person's not supposed to tell people when, a woman's not supposed to tell people when she goes to the mikvah. All you have is the mikvah lady that, that, that's there to make sure that she dunks properly. But beyond that, no one else knows about it. So it sounds very clearly from that Kamara that this tevila that happens, L'Shem Gerus, is not a tevila that has anybody present at the time of the tevila. Then one daf later, the Gemara tells us that to effect a proper Gerus, it's necessary to have a Beisdin. Because Mishpat Ksiv Bey, it says Mishpat in the context of Gerus, and Mishpat means judgment. Judgment is done by a Beisdin, so you need three Dayanim, and the Gemara brings a raya from a Maisa Shahaya, that you need at least three Dayanim there, you need a basin for the Gerus. Now the implication of that Gemara is that you do need a basin there for the Tevila, because the Gerus of a woman involves, a Gerus of a man involves Mila, Tevila, Kabbalah, Smitzvah, and Bismach, Bismachayim, a carbon as well. Now that there's no basin, Mila, Tevila, Kabbalah, Smitzvah. For a woman, there's no Mila. All you have is Tevila, Kabbalah, Smitzvah, and you need a basin for Gerus. So what are you doing in front of the basin if you're not doing the Tevila in front of the basin? So the implication of that Gemara seems to be that you need a basin there for the Tevila. Then you have a third Gemara 
learned that Memzayinam Beis Meseches Yevamos, where the Gemara tells us what the procedure is for Gerus, and it describes Nashim Moshivos Osabemayim Atzavari. You put the woman; they put the woman in the water up until her neck. Vishnei Talmidicham Momdulam Mibachutz, and you have two Talmidicham standing outside of the room. Umodiros Amitzus Mitzkalos Mitzus Mitzus Chamuros. Those Talmidicham tell her about certain mitzvahs, give her a sampling of the mitzvahs. Echad Gerav Echad Meshuchah, etc. And that's it. So the Gemara says, doesn't say that that the Talmidei Chum ever come into the room. It says that they're screaming to her from outside the room. You should know there's a mitzvah called Sukkah and a mitzvah called Shabbos and whatever that they describe some uh, some sampling of the mitzvahs. So how do we make all three of these Gemaras actually fit with each other? Do you need a basin or do you not need a basin? Tosas and Memheim and Beis on that first Gemara says he doesn't understand. How could it be that we're going to say that just because the woman was Tovelis Luni Dasa, so Mistama, that Tevila counts for the Geras. But Gerd Sarich Shlosha, Mishpat Ksiv don't you need a basin? And Tulsa says, and don't tell me that Chad Nami Kasher Midaraisa, like the Shita in Sanhedrin Dav Gimel, that you could even have a single person function as a Beisdin, because the, in order to be a Dayan, even if you hold a single Dayan is good enough for a Beisdin, in order to be a Dayan, one of the qualifications is you need to be male, you need to be a man. And there's no way, says Tulsfos, that any woman, that, that, that any, any woman in the world, there's no way a woman is going to bring a man into the mikvah at the into the room of the mikvah at the time of her tevila, that, that doesn't happen. So you don't have a man in the room. And the woman in the room is not enough because a woman can't be a dayan. I, what about Devara? Satos says, yeah, Devara either wasn't a dayan, she was more like a law professor, she taught dayanus, or she was a dayan, but it was harasha. But uh, a woman can't be a dayan. So says Tosos, two answers. Of course you need a basin for Gerus. But you don't need a basin for every step of the Gerus. You only need a basin for Kabbalah's mitzvahs. You don't need a basin for Tevila at all. As long as the Tevila happens, you don't need to know. You don't need to have a basin there at the Tevila. Then Tosa says, second answer, that you do need a basin for the Tevila. But there's no requirement that Beis didn't see the Tevila. All basin has to do is know about the Tevila. Very similar to what we saw in Makos Tavches. Very similar to, and Ramesha uses this as one of his rites in his tshuva about Chalav companies that for the halacha for Chalav to be Chalav Yisrael, it, it's not that you need, Rabbi Yisrael says, a Jew to see the milking of the cow. All you need is that a Jew knows that it's cow milk. Edus Yediya Beli Edus Ri'iya. So the same thing over here, says Taisus. All you need is that the Beisdin knows that there was a Tevila. They don't actually have to see the Tevila. So if there's a nice firm woman that was with her, uh, that was a mikvah lady, and that verified to the Beisdin. Don't worry, she, she had a Tevila. That's good enough. Beisdin knows that there was a Tevila. And they don't have to see. So it tells us very clear. Other Rishonim say this way as well. The Rush that women that, that when a woman goes to the mikvah of l'shem gerus, there's no need to have a basin there at all. So where do we get the idea that there is a need to have a basin? Says the Rambam The Rambam paraphrases the Gemara Memzayinam base where it talks about the woman goes up into her neck into the mikvah, but the Rambam adds a point. The Rambam says va'acharkach. And then she's tovel in front of these Dayanim, in front of the judges. But then they immediately turn around and leave so that they won't see her when she gets out of the mikvah. So apparently the Ram is assuming they put her up to her neck in the mikvah. And Ram says, what the, what the Ram probably assumes is, why do you think the Gemara says they put her up to her neck in the mikvah and then they let her know about the mitzvahs? What's the kunz of putting her up to the neck in the mikvah? Obviously it must be that we're trying to create a situation where the but 
where the basin can then walk into the room. So the Gemara didn't have to spell that out, but that's clearly what the Gemara is assuming. The Raman probably understands. And therefore, she's allowed to go, she, she has to go to the mikvah in front of a basin. The way we do it in its new way is that hopefully the waters are dirty enough where you can't see through the waters. She goes up to her neck in the mikvah. The basin comes in, all they see is from her neck up. Then they see her go down into the mikvah. They immediately turn around and leave the room, and she comes out after they're gone from the room. So they don't see anything. It shouldn't be any chisaron in, uh, in sneels. Beis Yosef writes, what's the Ramam going to do with the Gemara that says, Milo Tavlo Linidusa, that uh, the woman is a kasher gioris because Mustama, she was once Tavelas for the fact that, for being a Nida, so that would count for Geras as well. Where's the based in there? So the Ramam understands that Gemara entirely differently. What the Ramam understands in that Gemara is, what the Gemara is saying is, that Mustama, she probably had a proper Geras, if she's the kind of woman who goes to the mikvah for Nida as well. We're not saying that her Tavilo L'Shem Nida is her Tavilo L'Shem Geras. We're saying if she's the kind of woman who's observant, who goes to the mikvah for Nida, probably she had a proper geras once, once before. And uh, with the basin and with everything, with all the requirements. That's how the Rabbim understands that Gemara in, uh, in, in a couple of Dabim earlier in Masech Sivam. So how do we pass? You have very clear machlokas here. You have Tos on the one side, Rambam on the other side. Tos says there's absolutely no need for basin to be in the room. Ram says there absolutely is a need that it has to be Bifnehem. So what do we pass? In Shulchan Aruch uses the exact Lashon of the Rambam. In Yor and if she did a tevila and Beisdin was not there, she has to do tevila again because it has to be in front of a Beisdin. That's how Paskin says the Pischei Tshuva. So throughout the ages, different Gedolei Aposkim have dealt with the issue of is there any way to be makele on this on this point to not have the Beisdin there because of issues of, uh, of tznius or it just looks bad. It's certainly not good when, uh, when newspapers start reporting that a woman uh, dips uh, you know, without any clothing on in front of three rabbis and who knows what people are picturing in their head. They're certainly not picturing that the rabbis barely see anything. They just see the woman's uh, top of the woman's head and she goes that, you know, like, like it actually happens uh, from what I'm told. They've never been involved but from, from what I'm told. So Ramesha has a tshuva in Yardechel based on Kuf Chav Zayin to Dayan Grosnes in London. And Ramesha writes that Dayan Grosnes wanted to bring a raya that the basin doesn't actually have to see the tevila because he says the Gemara has a special limud that chalitza is uh, that, that in order to be a Dayan at a chalitza you, 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 you can't be blind to be a Dayan at a chalitza because the Pesach says le'ene that it has to be right in front of the Dayan in the eyes of the Dayan that they have to see her so why do you need a drusha to tell me that if in general whenever you're serving on a basin you have to see what's going on you have to see the, uh, the event that's, that's occurring in front of you so says Dayan Grasnes no you see that generally speaking you don't have to see it's Dafka by chalitza where you have an extra word le'ene that tells me that you do have to see says, not a good raya. He says, chalitza is entirely different than, uh, than, than gerus. By chalitza, the role of the basin is to give instructions. Here's what you do. Do this now. The, you look in Chumash. It describes the Va'amru. They tell the guy. They tell, so that's, that, that you would have a havamina that you don't have to see. But gerus, it's not about instructing. It's about 
verifying the gerus. So that they do have to see, says Rav Meisha. They actually have to see the uh, the, the gerus. So he's not convinced at all by the uh, by, by the raya of Dayan Grasnos. And he also points out that having them in a different room is not called seeing. That it's not called being in the same makom. They would certainly need to be in the in the same makom. And therefore, Rav Moshe writes at the end of his tshuva, it's a long tshuva. He says that they they definitely have to be in the room bishas tevila and uh, the uh, and, and and they have to make sure just to get out to to preserve the tzniyus. Rav Moshe also points out that it's difficult, very difficult to say that they don't have to be in the room because the tradition always was that they were in the room. Why in the world would we have allowed that to happen if it wasn't required? Meaning, why would we play with fire like that? To put it in such a situation where it could be, there could be such a lack of tzniyos if it weren't absolutely required. There's no way. I mean, tzniyos wasn't just invented yesterday. You know, tzniyos is a concept that's been around for a long time. There used to be people much more tznuah than they, than they are today, uh, generally speaking, in the world. So uh, why is it? That, uh, that we always allowed it throughout all, the, throughout, throughout all of history, and we didn't think of the idea, just put them in a different room. It says, no, obviously it wasn't permitted. Obviously, in order to have the gerus uh, effective, you need the dayanim to be in the room. Rav Vadya also discusses this in Chumin Yav Yomer Chelechal of Yerdea Simen Yutes, where Rav Vadya says that when he came to Mitzrayim, when he became a rabbi of the community in Egypt, he was shocked to discover that the minig in Egypt was that they would not stay in the same room at the time of the tevila, they would just hear the splash from outside the room and that, that was the, the, the assumption was that that was good enough and Rav Vadya says he says what we do have to be sensitive to is that if the water is clear that's very bad. If a woman's in the mikvah and the water is clear, that could be a terrible chisar and sneers. So certainly that's not a good that's not a good thing. But he says we have a tradition. Ravadia certainly fought his whole life about this tradition that we cannot veer from the psak of Maran Beit Yosef. Shulchan Aruch is very clear. Quotes the exact lesson of the Rambam that you need to actually be in the room at the time of the that the dayanim need to be in the room at the time of the of the of the tevila. He brings a raya he quotes a mitzvah in, uh, in in his hagos Yad Avram that brings a raya to the poskim that hold that b'diavid it works shalobif nebezin from uh, Yerushalmi um, and then uh, we're not going to get into all, all the details. So he discusses whether it's a valid raya or uh, or not a valid raya. He does not think it's a valid raya in the end of the day that even b'diavid it could it would work. He doesn't think it's a, it's a valid raya. But then he writes. He said, I thought of another Eitzah. Why don't we... We should make this broad, um, you know, this very wide garment that has a neck hole that the woman could, could be tovelas in, and that way there won't be any chatzitzas, the water will get all over her body, but you won't be able to see past the garment, so the dayanim won't see anything. It'll be like she's clothed in the mikvah, but it's this loose thing that, that won't allow anyone to, to see other than her head, and then she'll just go into the mikvah that way. And he brings rayas from a sugya in Meseches Beitza, Nida, Sheinla Begadim, Remes Vitovelas Begadeha, that sometimes a woman could go to the mikvah with her Begadim, and it's not going to be chatzitza. So he says, I think that this is the best idea. And he writes that um, that the, the idea that people are concerned about sneers certainly is a legi- is, is, is a concern about sneers. But he says very often you find that the people who scream about the the concern of sneers, you know, that he says 
these are the same people, he says, they'll go to a doctor if they have a little headache. A woman will go to a doctor where the doctor does who knows what in his private life. He could be a parutzad ma'od. And they'll go to the doctor and be completely undressed in front of the doctor. And that they have no problem with. But three tamidicham tznuim, who only see from the neck up, that all of a sudden is a big problem with tznias. That they, they can't imagine. How could you, that's so creepy. How could we, how could we have such a thing? He says, you have to have a little bit of perspective over here. Meaning, uh, where, where, where's, where's the greater chisar in, in, in tznias? But obviously, we should do whatever we can to make sure that the uh, dayanim don't see anything other than the head just going into then the woman's head going into the into the water and then he quotes certain extenuating circumstances where uh, where the anyone who would go to the base Hamerchatz where the mikvah was was going to get arrested and things like that where they maybe had to be mekel and they had to rely on uh, the Dayanim not being actually present at the time of the Tevila but Ravadia says in the end of the day that uh, that he thinks it's a, it's a Dover Barur that you need the Dayanim to be there at the time of the tefillah. My impression is that that's always the minute. The minute is that they have the dayanam there at the time of the tefillah and the dayanam don't see anything. So uh, it's something that, you know, in terms of public policy, what should be done, what shouldn't be done, that's, uh, that's way beyond anything I'll ever be able to determine or I ever want to be able to, to determine. Leave that to the Gedolei soul, but we don't leave it to the... Uh, you know, we leave it to the, to, to Gedol Yisrael. We don't leave it to a conservative rabbi who's going to write a tshuva about it, or to uh, or to an MK who's going to have a shita about it. We leave it to Gedol Yisrael to figure these things out and to figure out the, the most snua and the most proper way to uh, to do something. There's just a little bit of the halachic background to this interesting sugya.